0: This is Blurring the Lines with Adam Bell and Peter Nicolaitis, IT entrepreneurs. Adam and Peter take on the topics of technology, business, life, and the pursuit of happiness and blur them together in the 21st century. Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, and welcome to the Blurring the Lines podcast. This is episode two to the seventh. Two to the seventh. <laughs> Uh, also known as 128. I am your host, Peter Nicolaitis, and geeking out with me today is my co-host, as always, Adam Bell. Good morning, Peter, or afternoon,
1: or evening, or it
0: happens afternoon to be here. afternoon here. I think it's there, too. Yeah. yeah. I was say, we're only <laughs> off by an hour. So, yep. so uh, yeah. How are things? We took a couple
1: weeks off. We did. Um, I forget what I was doing last week. I had, oh, I was talking to a plumber, which was, and I know that you would not believe this, but the plumber was late. <laughs> what? <laughs> startled? You, you were startled. <laughs> Never had a late plumber. Uh, <sighs> and, he, and he got out of his truck and he came over to my house smoking, but he didn't smoke in the house. He well, did. that's nice, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> But he was, I mean, he was a nice enough guy. I mean, I think, he'll, right. I think he'll do fine. But uh, <laughs> yeah. all right. I need some stuff plumbed. Get to work. Need it plumbed. All right. Well, all I've got oranges today. I'll bring back some plums tomorrow.
0: <laughs> yeah, do nectarines. They seem closer, closer to a plumber. Orange just seems more like an electrician thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So let's get right into it. We've got a All right. bunch of follow up. Mm-hmm. Um, so first off, you challenged me, I think it's been more than a month.
1: Yes, it has. A uh, The 20th was the full 30 days. the 21st. All
0: right. And we've kept going. We mm-hmm. kept going, so uh, yeah. So so Alan, uh, Adam, Adam challenged. Adam challenged becomes challenged uh, Adam challenged me, uh, listeners. You may remember uh, a little over a month now. What, well over a month ago, to do a hundred push ups and a hundred sit ups per day. I accepted the hundred push ups part, and uh, have not missed a day so far. No. Uh, I got to tell you, I feel the difference. Mm-hmm. I can feel it, and you can see it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, my pecs, my biceps, and triceps are working well. Um, definitely tightened, toned up a little bit. I didn't even realize I had a little bit of tiny, a little bit of flab under the under <laughs> the triceps area. That is, that is... Grandma wing. It's starting. been taken in. It has been <laughs> tightened up. Um, but yeah, I've been weighing myself. I have actually weighed in under 160 on a few occasions over the last couple of weeks with the running. So I'm back in my regular cadence, no pun intended, been doing, uh, you know, 10 K pretty much every other day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, between that and the pushups, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good eating a little bit better. Um, I had been seeing someone uh, a little bit and diet was definitely sa- sacrificed a little bit there. So <laughs> kind of back on track that mm-hmm. said, um, this weekend is going to kind of take a hit because, um, a group of friends and I are biking out to the very tip of Cape Cod. Ah. So it's a little resort town called Provincetown. has a reputation of being a little bit of a party town and, uh, very gay friendly. <laughs> so, you know, there you go. Uh, but, but, uh,
1: break, yeah. Wear your shirt.
0: That's yeah, yeah, whatever. I am, I am
1: straight, and there's nothing wrong with that.
0: And there's nothing wrong with that. Exactly, exactly. The tables have turned. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think the last count, there's going to be like seven of us. But last I had heard, a couple of them still hadn't reserved their bicycles and stuff. And I'm just like, just so you know, you know, we're taking the train. We're leaving the train from South Station Saturday morning, and taking that down to Plymouth, which is pretty much the end of the Cape, and then from there, biking out uh, breaking it up in two days. Mm-hmm. So it'll be about 40 miles a day, which is totally doable. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, so I'm not going to be doing my running over the weekend, but you know, I'll be biking 80 miles over the weekend. So, you know, that counts. Yeah. And, uh, probably, uh, the, uh, a few of the girls in the group have expressed an interest in a yoga class. I'm like, I know a guy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> we don't have I, to pay for that. I mean, yeah. you can
0: buy me beer. That'd be- I'm, I'm, they, they'll pay. They'll pay. One way or another. <laughs> it's, it's a karma thing. It's good. You know, we want to just, you know, yoga, everything, nothing should be free. You know, everything should be free, but nothing should be free. So, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so the pushups are going well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, now related to that, this was funny because, um, my good friend, uh, Scott Wilsey, friend of the show, um, a couple of years ago, uh, he had pretty much turned off notifications for everything.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And he has a habit of texting me like 15 times in the span of a minute. It, you know, It would be like, hey, check this out. I don't understand why this is happening. This is crazy. Yeah, blah, 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 whatever. bum <laughs> <laughs> And it was kind of funny because you know, like not unlike that, two days ago I got a message from you because you know I was being kind of funny with it and you know with our push-ups thing. Uh-huh. I'd be doing them in sets of ten, and what I found is that it's really easy for me to just bang out ten push-ups, take a breather, drink you know have a little, little sip of water, bang, do ten more, <laughs> and then you know a little bit of time passes, and then do ten more. And, you know, so I was doing that and what I was doing as, you know, I was sharing, as you know, um, (laughs) with over the course of the day, I would share my status. So every time I do a set, well, now if I do a set of 33 ups I'm only going to text you three times during the day, Mm -hmm. right? Maybe four for that last one. Um, but if I'm doing in sets of 10 and I'm banging them out and you're in a meeting, (laughs) you know, then you're getting these messages I can understand that could be a little bit annoying, right? <laughs> so now what I did was, you know, because I was telling Scott, you know, it's was like, just stop it, I'm getting, you know, bombarded here. And I didn't want to disable all notifications because I want to get notified.
1: Yeah, especially well, if you sent something I'm like that's a timely thing. I'm like, oh, I don't want to wait. <laughs>
0: exactly. <right? laughs> so, so what I have done with Scott is I just suppressed all notifications from him. Mm-hmm. And we have an agreement. If it's important, I'll call you. Mm -hmm. You know, there you go. Meanwhile, my yoga teacher, one of my friends and my favorite teacher, she has like turned off all notifications. Well, guess what happens when you completely turn off all notifications? No one can get a hold of you. (laughs) And when we're supposed to get together for late morning coffee or lunch or something, but we have not there. Finalize the time. And you know your friend calls and messages you, and then calls you on another medium, and then messages you on another medium, and then emails you, and doesn't get a response for four hours. Nothing happens. <laughs> so there's a there's a balance between notifications, right? Um, but it made me you know uh, just think about it again because um, you know I assumed for you like you would just you know like disable or do not disturb. But what if you're waiting for messages from one of your texts, one of your field texts is out, you know, somewhere and they need you and you're, you know, you don't want to just turn on do not disturb and not get that message. Mm -hmm. So it got me thinking about that, how like, you know, I was spamming you at that point, (laughs) right? Now we agreed, we had this understanding, we're accountability buddies. So we want to tell each other what we're doing. Mm -hmm. But the, you know, like your, your unsubscribe reason was be like, you know, I'm receiving messages too frequently. <laughs> Something <like> that, right? <laughs> so it got me thinking about that. And, um, you know, I have, I have spent a lot of time cultivating my, uh, my notifications.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I recently had to turn off the ones from Verizon because, you know, I, I had some cause like, Oh, if there's problems with your account, well, they also spam me every month to say, Hey, your bill is due, even though it's on autopay. And then, Oh, Hey, thanks for your payment. Oh, Hey, your balance is now zero.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: You know, can you just let me know if like you think my account's been hacked or there's a service outage that I should be aware of? You know, no, no, you can't do that because we want to tell you all kinds of junk that we want you to know. You know, so I've gone through and, you know, had to customize things. I'm part of uh, a number of group chats, you know, group SMS chats. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, no, don't, don't. Don't notify me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I have a number of chat programs that I'm watching things like for the hospital, for paradigm, there are certain channels so yes, I want to know every message that goes off.
2: Well, mm-hmm.
0: guess what? I'm on, I'm off this weekend. And no, you know, do not disturb. Don't notify mm-hmm. me. So I just thought it was interesting. And, you know, like listeners, particularly our less technical listeners may not have thought about, you know, you can control what your phone Tells you and doesn't tell you. Mm-hmm. you know, both in in Android and in iOS, you can get very granular with notifications. You can control apps. Uh, you know what what apps are allowed to send you notifications, and you can also uh, even say like what within an app they will often have types of messages that they will or won't notify you about. Mm-hmm. And you can also tell like um, I have some where I've on most, almost all of them, I've disabled the banner, the little, the l- uh, sorry, the badge, the little the badge, badge in iOS, mm-hmm. um, but I'll leave it for banners. So like when I want to check my notifications or check my emails or, you know, same kind of thing. I'll swipe over and look at the notifications area and see if there's anything that interests me. Right. But you know, there's, there's some psychological games to like, when you see that little red badge, you know, it gives you a tiny little dopamine hit that, you know, makes you want to go in and clear those (laughs) out. Like, yeah, I don't need that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, and so what I did, well, I don't receive any notifications for texts, I, because I cannot stand my phone to vibrate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I mean, uh, well, I don't want it to make noise either, but okay. I only want it to vibrate when I'm getting a call. Everything else to me is silent. Okay. I'm, I don't get any notifications. So I, I check them. I check them frequently. Okay. Um, so what I did to yours was I, there people may not know, but they, in a chat session, if you slide it to the left in the iOS, you can silence it. So that it doesn't disable it. And I like when I go into messaging, I see that I received a message from you, but I won't receive an active alert every time I get a message. So yes. there, there is a good workaround there. So, but I didn't want to, you know, and so if I want to receive my messages, like if I'm working and I don't want to miss them, I'll turn the, the ringer on. So I'll get the
0: ding. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep yeah exactly so so you can control these, and um mm-hmm. uh, you know that's uh that's i guess that's the um the uh, the main you know the moral of the story here
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> so. so what are you going to do with the push ups?
0: I plan on keeping going, and I was gonna, wondering if you would be interested in sticking with me
1: yeah i yeah i'm gonna keep going uh, i'm thinking we turned it into a hundred days. <laughs> 100 days of 100 push-ups. Do it.
0: 100 days, 100 push-ups. I'm with you. I've done uh, zero so far, but I did ride uh, about 11 miles on my mountain bike this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've recently shifted my work schedule around now. So I have no scheduled anything from Thursday afternoons to Sunday afternoons. Oh, nice. Yes. So my, So now I've got, you know, essentially a three-day weekend. Well, two – well, wait all Friday, all day Saturday, and uh, yeah, essentially a three-day, you know, a four-day work week for most most days. Mm-hmm. Um, that may change later in the fall or winter if we end up going back to, uh, if I go, end up going back into teaching in the studio, mm-hmm. um, but my Friday night uh, class has now moved to Monday nights, so I got that slot there, and uh, I have a private yoga lesson on Sunday afternoons, and just picked up another private on um, Monday evenings immediately before my group class that I'll mm-hmm. be teaching. So okay. I'm batching all these up. So, uh, and I also picked up another, uh, for the month of October, I'll be teaching an outdoor class every Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. So October is going to be busy. Plus, I'm also back in a uh, class. I'm taking a class on business law right now, mm-hmm. part of my, uh, you know, working on my degree.
1: Well, good. I've got some uh, paperwork for you to read.
0: Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Because, because you know, after after taking uh, one week of a 100-level law class, I am totally qualified to do that. Well, you're an IT guy and uh, yeah, legal well, training. You're so. an IT guy. You must know things, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, I hate it when my client gives me like, read this this policy. It's 15-page policy. I'm like, I have a lawyer for this.
0: If, <laughs> this is, by, I don't even if by policy, you mean a firewall policy or ACLs on your Cisco firepower devices. Sure. I'm good. <laughs> sure. I can read that kind of policy. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, so I tell you. So that's one thing. Uh, so I liked about, or like CrossFit. So like this week, part of our regular workout uh, we ended up doing 90 push-ups. Uh, cool. we, we did uh, not not straight. So there was it was three sets, but one of the one of the part of them was 30 sets of push or 30 reps of push-ups, and it was three rounds. So it's like perfect. I get done with my workout today. I've only got to do 10 push-ups to be done for the day. <laughs> and then like yesterday, we had toes to bar. We ended up having 75 toes to bar, so that covered my sit-ups for at least 75 of them so it helps make it go a little faster
0: i did on one of those days last week i counted some of our chaturangas in a yoga workout as towards my push-up count (laughs) i was doing i was like hey these are push-ups these These are are, push-ups they're they're yoga push-ups but they're push-ups and you know i'm doing work and (laughs) you know and it's not just like you know one Two, three, it's mm. like slow breathing out, holding, breathing in, you know, so there's, there's, there's some work. That's a that's a working mm-hmm. type of push-up. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so that's, that's cool. So we're going to keep going. Um, I am uh, currently at zero for the day.
2: Zero, uh, all right.
0: Zero, so I'll, uh, I'll be catching up. I'll probably catch up sometime during this episode. I'll probably start. Uh, so s-
1: so something that you did was before we completely leave the text, you sent me a journal catch up of the day via text.
0: <laughs> yes. So that How was my, my humorous that? my humorous way is um I just I, I, I was all done by daily, hand. I oh just, okay. I thought that there was
1: an app that you could like you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this, do this, do this, and then I'm gonna send the daily digest because I was all, like,
0: that is slick. You should write did, that app. I just opened a message, a text message. I, I Yeah, the app's called Messages, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, I opened up a message and I started out like, you know, like you you texted me 100 out of 100, right? And, you know, I'm still lying in bed. So I started a message back, zero. But I'm like, no, I'm not going to stay. I'm not going to do that. And then I went out for my run. And so I sent you my workout. And then after that, I did 33 push-ups. And then later I did 33 more push-ups. And I was just like, so I just kept on appending. To a message. <laughs> and then when I was done, I hit send. I mm-hmm. intended to do the same thing today, but when my new beer kit arrived today, I took a photo of it and it immediately sent to you. I was going to have that in my journal because I was going to show I was gonna <laughs> just, just going to send you a single text all day. But uh, yeah, I broke that. You're going to get two today. So. Yeah.
1: Well, and so in mine, when I say 100/100, yeah. that means I did 100 push-ups and 100 and. sit-ups.
0: Right. I, I figured that for you. Yeah. yeah. For me, it, it doesn't mean that. Cause I'm not yeah. doing the sit ups part. Yeah. I mean, sit ups is a waste of time. It's not a really good exercise. And and I was thinking it was well, two or three days in when I was doing the sit ups with you, I kind of like strained my back. Yeah. <laughs> like, screw that.
1: Well, and I'm actually not doing sit ups. I'm doing uh ab exercises. So I'm yeah. either, uh, I'm not doing, I'm doing either V ups yep. or I'm doing toes to bar. Yeah, I'm doing um, plank. Yeah, uh, hundred planks. Uh, yeah, hundred planks. One, <laughs> two. No, no. I, uh, I count them off. I, I, uh, five minutes.
0: That's, that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. You're getting a heck of a lot better workout doing five minutes of plank than uh, a than hundred sit-ups. I'll tell you that for sure. Yeah. For whatever
1: reason, I can't do sit-ups like over and over and over again because I get a rug burn Right at the top of my uh, my butt cheeks, right, whatever that area is. I don't know what you call that. Lower lo- back, lower back, the the lowest part of my back.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's your lowest back.
1: <laughs> my my, there's my lower back, and then my lowest. Back. Really, so, really low back. So my lowest back. My my wife's like, why do you have a rug burn right there? Sit ups. Sit ups. Sit ups. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh closing the loop on my headphones saga
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah this one's fun <laughs> this might be the longest chapter yet so listeners will recall that um i prefer the jabra elite 65 t's for my workout headphones and i don't take my 250 overpriced apple airpods pro out working you know working out right um That's $250 before AppleCare, by the way, which I did have to invoke last month. So (laughs) anyway, um, (laughs) so I bought the uh, Jabra Elites. And as you may remember back in July, the uh, pair I had started to flake out. So I went on to Amazon and found another pair and I think they were refurbished. And, uh, but I bought the extended warranty with this new pair and it was like 90 bucks or 80, 80 bucks, or 80 or $90 with the three year extended warranty. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Got them. Uh, and a month later, they started to flake out as well. So rather than, you know, do some sort of hack, I said, well, let me use this extended warranty that I bought. Well, they said, um, that wait, wait, no, what happened with this? Oh, right. They, so I tried it from both angles cause I had the extended warranty. But they said, um, you should try to see if you can return it to Amazon within the return window. But I also had opened up a support request with Jabra itself, with the manufacturer. Right. And they walked me through some troubleshooting steps. Didn't work. They said, okay, you have to ship them to us. And I was like, fine. You know, it's not the end of the world because I've got my AirPods. So I shipped them. After they received them, they looked at them and they said, wait, these are refurbished. We, they're not under the manufacturer's warranty. So we're not going to honor this. And I said, okay, are you going to send them back? <laughs> to which the response came back. I am authorizing a one-time replacement for this pair and we're shipping you a new set. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Now here's the catch. The second pair I had bought was cheaper because it was the, uh, tan slash beige color as opposed to titanium black. Right. They don't have that anymore. So they shipped me back a refurbished titanium black. Great. Got it. Works fine. Now, as as they had it, as Jabra had it, that's when I decided to look up, well, let me look up the extended warranty on this. And when I started looking for it, I found that I had actually purchased the extended warranty on my original pair.
1: Wah, wah, wah.
0: I also found that the original pair has a two-year base warranty. <laughs> so it was still under the original manufacturer's warranty too. <laughs> so, of course, I did the smart thing. I submitted that for a warranty replacement as well. Right. So I used that. This was um, via Square Trade warranty.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I sent it in to them. They said, we cannot repair this. We're shipping a replacement. Got a brand new set in the mail. Uh, or in, uh, by uh, actually fulfilled by Amazon. Mm-hmm. So that showed up. Um, and meanwhile, Jabra sent me a replacement. So I have that as well. So I have, <laughs> now have two fully, fully functional Jabra Elite 65T heads, headsets. So I'm set for headphones for years now, which is, you know, it's an okay place to be. You have
1: three, right?
0: Well, two I have two Jabras and,
1: two, uh, two or... Jabras
0: and one AirPods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, AirPods Pro. So uh, great. So that was easy. While I was there looking up my SquareTrade warranties, I noticed there were two entries under home security device. And I thought, it's like that's interesting. I must have bought the extended warranty for my Sensate all-in-one home video cameras. Now here's the thing. I saw two of them there, and I remember I had initially purchased two of the cameras. But then when I installed the first one, I realized it covered both the front and the back door of my house. So I didn't need both. So I returned one. Mm -hmm. Forgot that I had bought the extended warranty on it, never canceled it. So that one's a wash. Great. (laughs) Coincidentally, my home security camera had stopped working about a month ago. Mm -hmm. And I had been trying and trying and trying to get in touch with the manufacturer and then finally, they got a hold of me and said, um, You know, like, yeah, we'll, um, we'll send us your serial number and we'll arrange for a replacement. So I sent them the serial number, never heard anything. And, you know, they like, I had submitted a form on the web, two weeks had gone by, nothing. I opened up, a, I had submitted an email to them no response. I did their online chat on their website. At that point, I got an email from one of their support engineers, and that's when they said, "What is the serial number?" Now, here's the thing. I bought this camera back in 2018, and they publish a 1-year manufacturer's warranty. It's 2020.
1: Right.
0: I was like, and plus with the lack of responsiveness, I'm like, "Look, they're going to look at the serial number. They're going to realize that I bought it over a year ago and cuz I sent them the the receipt, which stated 2018 Mm -hmm. I was like, so that's not going to work. But as I was stumbling across things, I, I bought an extended warranty on it. Wonderful. So let me use that. So I opened up a case for that as well. And I, and I had to ship it back to them. Like, well, I haven't heard from the manufacturer, so I'm not going to wait for them. I'll just ship it back to the extended warranty. People fully expecting, you know, they're like, well, bring it in for repair. I'm like, you're not going to repair this. You know what? Do we have? sure, whatever. So I ship it over to them. They got it. Sure enough, they're like, "Yeah, we can't repair it. We're sending you a check." <laughs> so they sent me a check for the full price that I had purchased. So one hundred and thirty nine dollars and ninety nine cents. I'm like, "Wing." <laughs> the next day, guess what shows up on my doorstep? Fulfilled by Amazon.
1: Another one.
0: Another camera. <laughs> the manufacturer had actually gotten around to. Fulfilling a renewal. They didn't tell me. They didn't actually say anything. They didn't ask for the old one back. They just shipped a new one. <laughs> so, right now I'm ahead of the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah you, you
1: suck at documenting uh, extended warranty.
0: That's actually not true. I suck <laughs> at reading documentation. <laughs> it was totally documented had I just looked for it. <laughs> <laughs> everything would be great <laughs> ah. oh. so the moral of that story is yes document your warranties and then remember that you might have them and go look for them that's, that's <laughs> yeah. the, the important part yeah well
1: and I wonder um, there must be a lot of magnetism or something up there uh, I mean all your electronics are dying I've got something the same weird. I mean, I've got the same refurbished Jabra's the and mine are working. Yeah, still. no problems.
0: I don't know, and I've I've got two pairs here of the old Zolo Zolo Liberties from Anchor, mm-hmm. which were similar. You know, you can <laughs> see here. Here's both of them. Here's here's the original and the replacement, and the replacement's the replacement. And
1: <laughs> <laughs> what was funny is my so my daughter, I. For Christmas, I guess last year, she wanted some earbuds. So, we bought her some earbuds. And uh, oh, it, she had them for over a year before she knew that the case charged the earbuds. <laughs> like, you don't have to have the case plugged up to charge the earbuds. Oh, the, the case, case has was, a battery. Yeah, the case has a battery and it charges. You know, mm-hmm. you put it, it, it's dead, you put it in your pocket, your case still has charging. Like, did you not read the manual at all? No, yeah. no. <laughs> well, and I don't know why. I don't know how. I kn- I didn't. I know I didn't read the manual. But uh, I mean, but I'm a guy. Guys don't read the manual. Yeah, uh, it's like asking for directions. <laughs> yeah, but somehow I knew that the my case would charge it. I don't. I have no idea how. I mean, I just absorbed that. Was it some... in the
0: well, like when you were going to buy it? Did it say you know has a charging case? I, no idea but i just review? i just knew and
1: assumed and it did and yeah i i can go all day uh with my with my jabras i mean i i can mow my grass all day long but at lunchtime i'll plug them into the charger and it'll top them off to wherever they need to be and i can go all day so it's pretty slick all right cool <laughs> So I had, I was just going to follow up. I followed up more than one time about what I thought would fix my Mac and the dual monitors and it losing its mind is I just had to cancel all sleep. It can't go to sleep, period. I mean, I had even scheduled it for like waking up at 7 a.m. and it wouldn't sleep unless it was inactive on power for like eight hours. Uh, Finally, I just had to go the old Windows standard, never sleep. Don't go to sleep. And every time I walk up to it and click it, it goes, and that's what I want. So it's like yep. you're you're never sleeping,
0: never sleeping. That's never. that's it's kind of sad, um, you know, because that I thought that that was a contributing factor to my display to my monitor being weird. We mm-hmm. were talking this before we started recording, but um, yeah, my ultra wide LG. 30 whatever inch widescreen display also died. And I thought that it was just like not turning on cause it was in power saving mode.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: uh, sure enough, after getting onto a chat with them, uh, they said, nope, we'll, uh, you know, you have to mail it in for warranty repair. We will send you a label. It'll be in, we'll, we'll send you a label in one to two days, um, but there may be a delay because of COVID and I still don't have an email from them now. It's been, (laughs) I think that was on Monday. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I guess that's a delay because of COVID, but meanwhile, my display is sitting there across the room, and I can't use it. Great, Mm -hmm. nice.
1: Well, that's some really, really weird things that are getting delayed with COVID. One of them is construction materials. Did we talk about that? I don't think we've talked about that. I think so. Uh, like I was trying to build a fence in the back and couldn 't buy couldn 't buy the fencing materials uh, they were just gone and i don 't know if it 's because people are home and doing a lot more home projects as a result hmm. or or what but uh, some people have told me that well the 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 people who are manufacturing the wood, I mean, more or less processing the wood, they're not working or they're working at a reduced capacity, which is why the the mills are not doing enough. And so I ended up having to get the wood that I needed from rural Tennessee. I just started looking, I was like, okay, I can't get it in Nashville. And, And of course, Nashville, we had well, we're under cons- consistent growth. I mean, we're still construction is still happening here nonstop. Mm-hmm. We had a tornado in March, so there's a lot of rebuilding still from the tornadoes. We have a lot of construction material either going into new construction or rebuilding construction from from the Mount Juliet Lebanon tornadoes that went through. So, mm-hmm. so it's tough to get building materials here right now.
0: Just- mm-hmm. <laughs> Well we um you know we've got a our fair amount of construction here in Boston too. There's always cranes all over the place. Mm-hmm. So excuse me, gotta sneeze. Bless uh, you. Hit, hit the mute button in time. <laughs> uh, so yeah. All right. What else we got? Where are we going on to next?
1: Uh well and you know, just from a you know well really i guess a covid update you know there's it is it's a weird time right now you know there's lots cuz there's a lot of hospitality in nashville mm-hmm. and all that business is not happening and those people are you know suffering and going out of business but then there are other industries that are booming like technology, because everybody's working from home and everybody's trying to figure out how to do phone systems and voice over IP and, you know, how they're upgrading their internet speeds because they have to work at home and do videos and just try to buy a webcam
0: right now. It's, and that's <laughs> been, it's interesting. Yeah, webcams apparently have not caught up yet. Like a lot of other stuff like toilet paper, hand sanitizer, bleach, you know, these are now prominently figured in large cubes every time I go into a store. Yeah. Right. But but webcams, apparently, still not, not a thing?
1: No, nope, still not a thing. I mean, you can spend... The, the camera that we are using right now, uh, you can't buy it anymore because they don't make it anymore, but you can buy it used or new used, meaning it's never been used, or new old stock for like $200. Okay. You think I spent $200 on a webcam?
0: (laughs) I mean, if you were like a video podcaster or, you know, if you're in marketing or, you know, I mean, I could, I could see, you know, I could see you justifying, you know, making the case for that.
1: Yeah, I think I paid paid $65 for this in its heyday, this particular camera. Now, I've got a pretty good camera over there in full HD. This one's HD, but it's 720, you know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I don't even know what this one is right now. I know if I connected it up to the monitor that I'm looking at you on, that's a 1.3 megapixel camera. Mm-hmm. You know, you've seen that one when, when you've when I've been uh, podcasting with you on the, like the top down aspect. That's the one on top of the monitor there. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's built into this ProBook um, 650 G2, but it's uh, not great. Yeah, let's put it that way.
1: <laughs> so I asked a friend of mine uh, who's a financial planner. And I mean, that's what he does for a living. Uh, but he's more than like a personal financial planner. He's more of a business advisor, but whatever. Uh, and I said, so how is, how can the economy be going up? When I say economy, I mean, how is the stock market going up when people aren't working? Industries are not running at full capacity. You know, everything from my standpoint, I would say is like in a recession, but the numbers are going up. And he said, it's got to do with the federal reserve because what the federal reserve is doing, he said, they're running full throttle on giving money and inflation. So they're making it right now to where it is not advantageous for you to save money. You can't make an interest. You can have $10,000 sitting in your checking account and you will make a $1.17 in a quarter.
0: And that's why I just opened a new bank account with Chase because, uh, and despite the fact that they want me to have a balance of fifteen thousand dollars for ninety days, and if I do that, they'll pay me three hundred bucks. So <laughs> well, I, it's I, like, I, I'm not going to make three hundred dollars of interest in the next ninety days. Now, one could argue I could make more in the stock market with it, but I could yeah. also <laughs> lose more in the stock market. <laughs> yeah. So, mm. And I like to have some cash in savings, so I took all of you know, well, not all, but a, a chunk of my cash reserves, and I just like put it over mm-hmm. to Chase, set up a direct deposit to go over there. Mm-hmm. And so now I've got a Chase account, and it was super easy because I've already got a Chase credit card, and my auto loan is from Chase.
1: So right.
0: I have two Chase credit cards. So, yeah. Yeah,
1: but I, you know, I'm concerned because I, I mean, from a business standpoint. The businesses around me are blowing up. I mean, they are, I mean, in the good way, blowing up, not like imploding, but they are exploding with business. Not like and,
0: Portland, Oregon.
1: Yeah, and you know, it's generating work for me, and I'm bringing on new clients, and I'm interviewing new clients, and on a regular basis now, uh, is what happens when. You know, it finally hits the fan and the Federal Reserve says, okay, we got to take our foot off this accelerator because I don't know if you've read, we're at the 98. We are almost equivalent to the debt that we had right after World War II. The nation, our United States is almost to that point of debt. They're at 98% of equaling the debt that we had after World War II.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: That's not a good thing.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But, you know, hey, Trump's in office, so it doesn't matter.
2: Oh,
1: God. Yeah. I'm, I'm voting for Maverick and Goose.
0: Maverick and Goose. But let's bring back that loving feeling. <laughs> bring it back.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: I did go out. Um, I went out for a socially distanced uh, first date a couple nights ago. And uh, it was kind of nice, actually, getting out and walking around Cambridge uh, and seeing you know lots of like activity we mm-hmm. people Out wearing masks staying, you know several feet apart and stuff, but it was it was good. It gave a, a You know a little bit of a feel of normality uh, Which I was just like, all right, that's kind of cool You know things are getting back and it, it brought my comfort level up a little bit still mm-hmm. Not quite to where I want to be teaching in the studio just yet. Mm-hmm. but we'll see how things go this winter. If we, if we have the, uh, you know, if the spike comes back, then yeah, I'll be glad that I stayed inside. So. Yeah. Well,
1: I, I suspect that in the near future, uh, the United, the citizens of USA are just going to say, forget it. We don't care. I mean, we're going to, we're going to go on with life. People are going to get what they get. Well,
0: some of us are.
1: <laughs> yeah, I uh, know. Not everybody will, but, uh-huh. but I think that, uh, that that's probably going to happen. That's my guess. Because people are over it.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> let's hope. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Yeah. So do you use Drobo? Not
0: for several years.
1: So I'll real quickly explain what Drobo is. Drobo yes. is a uh, storage array, uh, which RAID, which inst- interestingly stands for re- redundant array of inexpensive disks. That was the original, what RAID stood for. So you could put a bunch of disks together to make a bigger disk, but then then it, Changed to redundant redundant array of independent disks.
0: Correct, or drives.
1: Or drives. On the yes, mm-hmm. And so a Drobo uh, is a container, and it may take four or five disks, up to eight for the big ones, and bigger for the bigger ones. And and they what's what I like about Drobo and what makes them unique is they have they have an expanding RAID. Uh, array, so what happens is if you put in four four terabyte disks, that gives you 12 terabytes. Now, if you want to expand it later, you could take, you could replace all of them one at a time with new five terabyte disks and the RAID would grow to the new size. Where other RAID arrays, you just have to rebuild it from scratch. Take all the disks out, put all the new disks in, build it cover your data so it's a pretty Excellent slick
0: dynamic feature of theirs is, it's it is pretty cool
1: yeah so that was really slick and that was one of the things that i really liked about them because dry the the big drives are expensive yeah you
0: know? and, <laughs> and independent
1: and independent <laughs> and
0: independently expensive
1: independently expensive yes so one of my clients their drobo died okay um it, it's got issues. I mean, I, and I've had it running for six or seven years, so I can't go back. It, it, there's no warranty on it anymore. It's right. it's done its duty. Yep. Uh, I went to Drobo. No, there are no Drobos in stock. You cannot buy a Drobo from Drobo, mm. and you can't buy a Drobo from Amazon. But they've been recently mm. bought out uh, by another company. Okay. I can't remember the name of. It. Not. It's like Synology, but not Synology but it's okay. like that. And I'm wondering if it is going to either be gone or <laughs> if they're getting ready to release a new line, but I really liked Drobo. So if Drobo is listening, they should
0: yeah. get it I, together. I used them. I had decent luck with them, but then I did have a bunch of them start to fail. Um, and that was the one thing is like, you know, if the main controller starts to fail and the independent drives are, not all that in yeah, they're they're kind of independent as to where their data is scattered all around mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to get it back yeah so yeah. yeah, it's been a good ten plus years since I was uh, using or reselling Robos well, and the until they got
1: into the USB three and the Thunderbolt, the read write was too slow to have multiple threads going in and out of it too, so one computer. Doing one thing in either either reading or writing not reading and writing It would it could keep up but as soon as you tried to read and write from that thing It lost its mind and stopped both tasks. Neither one of them could prioritize and it just failed.
0: I do remember their performance being Lackluster. hmm They were slow
1: so they got that better by adding an mSATA port and the yep. mSATA would be, would cache and yep. make it run faster, essentially putting more RAM in the thing, yep. uh, which is why I ended up for my storage, for my client storage, I ended up building custom computers because it had more RAM and CPU than the drobos had for the yep. same amount of storage. But so but I'd like to see them come back, but if they don't, I'll move on. Because you know what? I was looking for a Drobo, and I would have spent $700 for a new one and to put the disks in it, Uh, and I went and found a USB 3, 14-terabyte USB drive. Isn't that crazy? Wow. (laughs) So I bought a 14-terabyte single USB drive for backups. It's a USB 3. It's fast. Yep. In and out for two hundred dollars.
0: There you go. Yeah. I mean, I for a long time maintained my own, you know, home file server and I don't do that anymore. I just, you know, it's just it doesn't make sense for you know, my, my home office is me. Mm-hmm. So I don't, you know, I just have a external hard drive connected mm-hmm. to so yeah. And uh and for long-term storage, I just dump everything into an S3 bucket and I pay like two dollars and thirty-six cents a month to Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All so, right. What else we got? Well, I had other
1: things in there we could chat about tech-wise, but I think we're probably rounding out, so we probably ought to hit, your, uh, hit the nifty.
0: Well, before we hit the nifty, I have to tell my Whiskey Tango Foxtrot adventure. Okay. <laughs> so one uh, trend I have noticed in uh, vendors recently is since it's not safe to have get-togethers, you know, vendors used to always send me invites, so like, hey, come on down, beers are on us, you know, come come to this weekend, you know, come to this skiing, whatever, come this, that, and the other, and I always have to be clear to make sure that, you know, I am attending or I'm interested as Peter Nicolaitis, the founder and mem- managing member of Paradigm Consulting Company, Right. Just make sure like, no, you are not getting access to me as a member of, you know, the hospital or anything like that, because that's conflict of interest. And no, you can't. Yeah. Luckily, my business is well established enough that these people are more than happy to talk to me as the manager of Paradigm. Mm -hmm. Another thing too, have you been getting emails uh, recently about getting featured as a speaker or as uh, getting your article published in like some sort of CIO journal or whatnot? Not lately. I got another uptick of those about a week or two ago, <laughs> and uh, they wanted me to be a panelist and a speaker at this virtual conference.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm and, over virtual conferences. I don't know
0: what, I'm, what I would be talking about right now, whatever. So uh, anyway, I got, um, you know, one of my vendors, uh, Fortinet, was trying to woo me. Yeah. And I was, I was like, yeah, not really a fan, but sure, I'll let you buy me a couple of bottles of wine and a charcuterie board. And um, I listened to their pitch and actually it was a good presentation. The Mm -hmm. speaker was good. He knew what he was talking about and the topic was very interesting. And afterwards, um, you know, they told us what to taste for these two bottles of, you know, really fancy Beringer wine, which I did not open. Because I'm, you know, sitting alone, I'm going to like crack two bottles of wine and (laughs) no, that's a freaking waste. Well, another one of my vendors also wanted me to send, uh, wanted to invite me to a similar thing for whiskey. Uh Uh-huh. And so they wanted to send me a bottle of Whistlepig whiskey. I was just like, I'm not really a whiskey drinker, but sure, send me a bottle of whiskey. Sometime I'll have someone over who will want to drink it. Right. So the, um, the sales rep messaged me and said, are you going to be around today? I want to use drizzly to, you know, send you the delivery. I said, yeah, I'm around. Okay, great. Never heard anything. The next day I get a notification. He's all right. I'm, you know, we're shipping it to, we're sending it out today. Wonderful. Now. Um, because Paradigm's relatively small these days, I have most phone calls routed to my cell phone as well as going to our PBX. Right. That way I get, you know, these calls. Um, but you know, we don't get a lot of cold calls from customers saying, you know, help, we need tech support, right? We're not, we're not marketing like you are looking for people to call in. So when I see a number that I don't recognize, I let it go to voicemail and, you know, I'll check later. Yeah. Well, let this go to voicemail. Turns out it was a Drizzly driver, Drizzly being an alcohol only delivery service similar to <laughs> Instacart or DoorDash. But you know, since I didn't recognize it, I didn't scramble after the call. So right. time went by, I'm like, whatever. I go check and say, Oh, this is your Drizzly driver, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, oh, so I tried to text back, but by that point they used throwaway numbers. And by that point, the number had expired because the delivery was apparently completed. Well, <laughs> I don't recall showing my ID and signing anything. So where did my <laughs> alcohol go? So I looked out on the front porch. There's nothing there. So I tried to contact Drizzly Tech Support, and of course, they're like, "Oh, there may be a delay due to COVID." I'm like, great. Yeah. Then they got back to me and they said, "Oh, we're sorry. You know, did you check this, this, this?" No. I also called the local liquor store. Because the, the, the account rep told me from where he was shipping it. And the Drizzly order said where it was coming from. And they had no clue what was going on. And then I got a message back from Drizzly saying, apparently after the driver was unable to contact you, he stole the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> we'll send you a replacement. I'm <laughs> like what <laughs> I'm Like, does this happen a lot you know the the the, the person on the other end seemed, didn't seem at all fazed by this it's like oh yeah i stole the whiskey i was like okay great
1: your whiskey did a foxtrot.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I ended up actually going to the store because it wasn't that far from here. And I had a number of other errands that I wanted to run anyway. And I got there, and the guy behind the counter, he was laughing. He said, yeah, they said the guy stole it. He thought it was hilarious. So it was, Why would you
1: do that? I mean, you know it's been tracked electronically. Yeah. I mean,
0: you made phone calls about it. Yeah. I'm like, well, I – I think that that goes to show that the gig economy does not necessarily attract the sharpest bulbs in the deck. <laughs> just, saying, just based on this anecdotal survey of one possibility, of putting it out there. <laughs> yeah. Ah, I had one other semi-nifty thing real quick. Okay. This semi-nifty. And that is the Amazon. We haven't talked about Amazon devices in some time. No. Uh, the Kindle Fire 7.
1: Well, so, the, yeah, I actually do want to hear about that because I like, hey, apparently I wrote an article about that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you write it or did you ghost write it? I wrote it. Oh, it's, cool. it's apparent.
1: No, I, I I ghost wrote it. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, so yeah, I, I got this actually last year for my parents and shockers. They never used it. You know, my thought was that they could have this sitting next to my mom and she could use it to video call me. And it's small enough that she could use it with one hand because Mm -hmm. she's she's paralyzed on one side. So she can't only use one, you know, one hand. (laughs) Um, my dad, you know, they never remembered to like charge it. And every time I would go there, I would see it in the same location, sitting on the bench next to the dining room table with, you know, unplugged with a (laughs) thick coat of dust. So I drove up to see my folks for the first time, um, this weekend for the first time I left the state all year. Mm -hmm. And it was right there, just the same exact place where I remember it being last year. So I took it and I'm sure my dad hasn't even noticed yet. (laughs) Um, It's a fine little piece of hardware. I really like the form factor. It's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. But Amazon loads this thing up with so much crap. Yeah. It is, for me, it's unusable. It's painfully slow. So I started looking and uh, seeing what it would take to root this thing and jailbreak it essentially. Um, and I haven't gotten very far. The first method I found, which is software only does not work. And one of the forums I read says that essentially Amazon is onto that technique. And so they've closed that hole. The second forum I looked at, uh, references a hardware hack and there's a jumper that you need to short. So I was able to pry the case off of it. Uh-huh. But mine looks nothing like this, the picture the, of that. They showed where the jumper is. Mm-hmm. So apparently I have a different model. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it was like 35 bucks. Yeah. Well, so for 35 bucks, a tablet is not bad. Right. And, I mean, if you're going to use it as a Kindle reader, it's fine. It's great. You know, so if you've got all your stuff in Amazon, wonderful. Um, but there's so much garbage and it's always running and they bombard you with ads there's the, um, the, the the cheaper version, the 35 version, like it hits you with ads all the time. The lock screen is a giant ad. Everything's an ad. Yeah. You know, I want to jailbreak this thing and turn that off. So I'm probably going to take another stab at that this afternoon. I have not yet succeeded. But if any of our listeners have successfully jailbroken a uh, Kindle Fire 7, 7-inch 7 model number... Uh, I need more light. <laughs> M8S26G M8S26G uh-huh. uh, Let me know So
1: I use the Kindle paperwhite And I, and I I use the paper, white. the, I got, I got the 2019 version. Apparently there is a 2020 version. Um, I don't think that I'm going to switch to the 2020 version. Uh, but it's, well, the paper white, it is waterproof. Uh, well within reason, I want to say it's like five feet or six feet. I mean, so, but you can have it poolside and not worry about, you know, reading your book that it gets splashed, that it ruins it. Um, it has Bluetooth. Yep. And it has the Audible app. Yep. So if you're, if you got an Audible subscription, which I do, you could, you could attach your Bluetooth uh, headset to it and listen to it poolside, which which I've already got. I don't do that because I've got my cell phone and my cell phone is constantly my Audible device and it's already queued up and ready. So, but you could do that. Uh, And I love the paper white. Uh, I increase the size to the, to the font size that I like. And mm-hmm. every single book is exactly the size that I want to read it. <laughs> but, Fair, you know, yeah. the, it is underpowered. It is, well, oh, and it, it, I also have the cell phone. So I have wireless in it for if I'm on a wireless network. But I have the cell phone in it so that if I'm somewhere that I'm not on Wi-Fi, which I'll ne- I never get on like Starbucks Wi-Fi, it has its own Wi-Fi in it at 3G. Which is plenty fast to download a book.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Now,
1: so, but I, I've been—it is—it is underpowered though. When I turn it on, I, and everything is solid state. <laughs> it's all solid state in there. There are no moving parts other than the button. Right, the button, <laughs> other than the button. So I plug in the button and it goes ding. And then, you know, it takes a few seconds to get to the security screen and I press my four digit pin and I, you know, I type all four digits and then it catches up and punches them over and then I hit OK, you know, but it, it it's fast enough for me to read it. Like, because when it's got the book loaded up, I press the button and it immediately changes pages, immediately changed page. But it's so underpowered. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't under, I mean, I get it. You make it. I mean I bought it for i want to say that because of all the things I bought with it, like I wanted the cellular ad free, I think I paid a hundred and sixty dollars for it. I would pay another thirty dollars for another stick of ram in it
0: <laughs> yeah. now did you is is yours the um the ad supported one or not
1: ad free i I've, I've I've never had one. Yeah. Uh, with ads. I mean, the, the closest I get to that is when I go to the store to search for a book. Yeah. Although, I do not understand why they always market to me romance novels. <laughs> <laughs> Your
0: wife is trying to tell you something. <laughs>
1: well, yeah, maybe. But uh, because I read, I mean, I, I kind of stick to a, a general genre. In that, you know, mysteries, sci-fi, I, I mean, I don't do a lot in in shoot them up war kind of things, but I don't, I don't really kind of deviate much. <laughs> but, I mean, It's all within the mystery thriller genre, which is a very broad thing. I mean, it's and sci-fi falls under there, yep. but I don't do a lot of, uh, I do well, and I do some business reading as well. Uh, so those kind of mix in. Well, I guess I do some religious reading as well. So I guess I yeah. do.
0: Yeah, that's like romance
1: novels, right? Yeah, just like a romance. <laughs> but as far as I know, in my entire 46 years, I've never bought a romance novel. Oh, I did. I, I take that back. I did get on Audible uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, and I couldn't finish the book. That's like, I have never started that book. (laughs) Yeah. I couldn't finish. And and then I, you know, I, I did uh, see like part of twilight once. And I I was was
0: going to say, I forget was 50 shades of gray based on twilight or was twilight based on 50 shades of gray. I have no idea. I think uh, Fifty Shades of Grey was they, they she used the names of the the characters from Twilight, if I recall correctly.
1: Yeah, uh, and it was awful. I mean, it was like this. Yeah, the, uh, this woman is 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 pure fiction because what she was doing was like she wanted she had the idea of what women think men uh, think, and then there's <laughs> what men really think. I'm like, you're not going to get a man to think like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. He's a dude. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, men and women communicate differently. And, uh, yeah, I'll tell you more about that offline over a beer sometime. Yeah. <laughs> But for now, yeah. I think we've come far enough that uh, I think we could probably go ahead and um, start to close things out.
1: Yeah. I think in 2021, we have to commit to a, uh, a face-to-face meeting because I, I can't remember. It's been a couple years now. It's been years.
0: Since, yeah. More than, a, more than a couple. Yeah. Uh, uh, my, last, my last trip to, um, to uh, Nashville was – it's got to been four or five years now. 2016
1: has it been that long
0: yeah because once i started working on the hospital i that by that point i was done
1: mm-hmm. well
0: well done you know that the hospital contract so now and that was that was four years ago
1: mm-hmm.
0: so, so yeah
1: so yeah wait once the the COVID epidemic is is a yeah, rear view yeah. mirror thing we need to we need to get together
0: yeah i hear you <laughs> all right well on that note If you um, want to get in touch with us, folks, you know how to find us. It's uh, BlurringTheLinesPodcast.com. Adam's on Twitter at SublimeComp. I am on Twitter as Nicolaitis. You can find him at SublimeComp.com. You can find me at Nicolaitis.com. Also ParadigmCC.com. Also YogaWithPeter.com and uh, we love your feedback suggestions for topics uh critique criticism comments whatever we'll take it uh and with that i'll let you do the honors the big red button to contact either us or our guests visit blurringthelinespodcast.com if you like what you're hearing do us a solid and subscribe to our podcast And leave us a five-star review in iTunes, Google Play Store, or wherever you found us.